Hey listeners and good morning. How are you? This uh, is broadcasting from London and it's Sarah Vaughan here uh, recording the Marie Claire Start Somewhere podcast. I'm delighted this morning to be able to catch up with Sophie Momperson, who is the CEO and founder of La Ciel Foundation. Sophie, thank you very much for fitting me into your hugely busy schedule. I know you've just flown in from Davos and you're about to fly out. Um, so, you know, as you know, the format of this, I'd love to know how, how did you get started? Tell, tell us where you're from and, and, and kind of where did you start out in life? I'm from France and um, after a childhood uh, a bit complicated, let's say, I uh, realised after my studies and that I was really sunny, shiny for everyone, but I was not for myself. And I was going back home and I was sad, even if I was a, a ray of sun for everyone outside. Mm-hmm. Until the point that a woman uh, arrived at my, uh, at my place and told me, hmm, you have something else to do in your life. And I thought she was a bit crazy. <laughs> and um, I had a treatment to do on her, so I had her for many treatments. And what kind of treatments were you doing, Sophie? We were working at, uh, in a dermatology uh, clinic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And uh, yes, my background is uh, psychology and uh, musicology as well. So it was a combination of a lot of stuff. It was about finding a way for people to get back on their feet and to feel that they are beautiful. And Um, not only from outside, but from within. Beautiful, yeah. And uh, this woman, after six, seven treatments, I I couldn't say she was in a sect. She was so smart, beautiful within. And uh, she was teaching me so many stuff, you know, Uh, opening things for me, opening visions that I could only think that she was amazing. Until the point that everything in my life pushed me to where she wanted me to be. And I ended up in an initiation. And during that initiation, I saw that was not myself. And I saw that my uh, life was not what it was supposed to be. And uh, I had an amazing rebirth and uh, discovered that it was so important to respect our lineage, our ancestors, and to, even if we're not always in tune with our parents, to respect them. Mm. They gave us huge, huge, huge uh, pleasure to be in life, you know, to be alive and to have the the possibility to create something. Wow. So what, this was your moment of real epiphany then? Yeah. Yeah. And, and this took place in France. Where, where did that happen? Uh, it was in France. And, uh, and after that, I continued with, uh, uh, with this initiation as a facilitator. because mm-hmm. I felt that it was so transforming for myself that I wanted to share with others. And I wanted to just help. You know, when you receive so much, at some point you need to give back. Mm-hmm. And that was another lesson that this uh, initiation gave me is every time you receive, you give back. And it's just, you are creating the flow that way. And mm. it's just magical. And so for seven years, I, I was uh, working that way every weekend and uh, continuing my own path. So I changed completely my life, uh, meaning I went uh, from a state of uh, uh, being really, really uh, in a security space, you know, really well paid to decide that I was going to redo all my career because I wanted people to be autonomous, to stop only having sessions every week, mm-hmm. uh, to help them to overcome the, 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 the traumas without having the tools at this point. 
And uh, I realized that what would help, what had helped me the most was to go through the body, through, through the Pilates uh, techniques. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go back to school and did two schools, uh, uh, Balanced Body University and Polesta. Uh, and uh, after that, worked on uh, creating the French Federation of Pilates. Uh, I was president of it for three years. Wow, uh, I didn't know that about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so what was giving me a lot of pleasure for those years is, was to be really in contact with people and to mm -hmm. realize that all our memories are really stuck in our bodies. And so if you want to unplug our traumas, it's as well uh, through uh, uh, mind, mm -hmm. through, uh, but as well through spirit mm -hmm. and through your body. Mm -hmm. So you can't help anyone if you're not taking three uh, those three things in consideration and it was just amazing to see uh, my patients moving forward and, and being so well and it was really a gift and you know again uh, I was uh, giving lessons in a certain way yeah and they were giving back, back through their well-being mm. it was fantastic to see amazing that was amazing how satisfying yeah. but at this point I was still resisting of what I had to do really <laughs> Yeah, you have to say that. <laughs> yeah, you don't know what that feels like at all, right? <laughs> because of my first initiation, what I saw it was, you have to save your family. And so that happened in the last 10 years, meaning that we are now, I can't say the, the best family ever, mm. but even if we were not together really during my childhood, now we are four adults because we have an amazing brother as well. And we are four adults loving uh, ourselves so dearly and supporting mm. each other. Even if we are not uh, the one who we, we could have think we should be, yes, we are supporting each other, and that's fantastic. Yes, and that's such a big thing, isn't it? Like, you know, we all project our expectations onto how other people should be, and that's yeah. such a barrier. Right? I mean, for my parents, you can imagine, you know, they pay me studies, I did Sorbonne, I did beautiful things, and I'm telling them at some point, I'm going to quit everything, I'm going to be independent, doing Pilates, and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> to you, you know? <laughs> but this transformation, what it yes. But they saw that I was so happy. Oh, that's beautiful. So they could un only agree mm. that it was the, the place I had to be. But I was still resisting on one point. Is I saw that where I was supposed to really work and what I was supposed to do was really about the spirit more than the body. Mm -hmm. But maybe I needed that phase of like 10 years of working on the body before going really to the spirit. And... Uh, at this point, uh, just before my 40s, all, everything in my life pushed me again away from what I was doing and what I was loving to discover something new and that I love, obviously. Wow. And it was to work with a team of people uh, on the same values. Mm. We gathered around uh, one specific thing, the fact that during our initiations, we all received some different missions. Obviously, the big one, is to raise people in consciousness, to raise humanity in consciousness. And that is a mission that many, many people receive in this world. But obviously we are not um, the only one working on that. But we all received in, a, in our foundation, because we are now working as a foundation, a different life mission. And when we received them, we were, oh my God, how can I make that happen in this lifetime? Mm. And we realized that working together as one, yes. Uh, being in service yes. of the other mis other's mission was the only way. And how many of you are in the foundation? And I mean, you're very you come from very different backgrounds as well, don't you? So I'd love to hear hear a bit more about that. So we are nine 
of us. Mm-hmm. And so we are from five different nationalities. Wow. We are now 25 <laughs> to 50 years old. Goodness. And it was just uh, amazing to grow together the last years and to learn so much from each other. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we really realized that uh, the main thing of our mission is to go from separation to inclusion mm-hmm. and to find a way to go from a state of revolution to a state of evolution. Uh, we really found a way to put everything on the table uh, because we are working at, like a community, like a village mm-hmm. in Africa, mm-hmm. you know. Everything is putting on the table and uh, it's about realizing that if we have a problem with someone, we have a problem with ourselves. Yes. And everything that is not fitting in your uh, way to accept people is because you have that in yourself as well. So it was quite a journey and uh, it couldn't have been me with better people than mm. all of them. Uh, right now we are more, uh, seven of us are really working every day on the foundation. Yes. Uh, but we are still uh, supported with much love uh, by the two others. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've been so helped, you know, as soon as you are aligned with the mission you have to do in your life, you are receiving so much. Yes. So the first thing is uh, something really impressive happened to us. We opened the foundation during the weekend in August. Just after that, we had a, um, a dinner at a friend's place. And at the end of the dinner, they were, oh, wow, you created this foundation. You have to be around. Here is a key for a flat. Wow! So the people who are living in France moved yes. to England, and we all find uh, we all have found a flat uh, five minutes away from each other. That's extraordinary. I mean, yeah, like in central London. Unheard of. Yeah. And so the office is uh, in uh, in our, our home, and um, we are working every day on our mission. So we had the first mission. Mm-hmm. That happened uh, just one year after the opening of uh, our foundation. So we are th- three years old as a foundation. And uh, our name is Le Ciel Foundation, uh, meaning the sky. And that's uh, C-I-E-L, everyone, <laughs> so, exactly. just so you're clear. <laughs> <laughs> so Le Ciel Foundation, the first mission was received by one of our co-founders, and it was gathering 12 indigenous spiritual, highly spiritual masters from the world at the United Nations in New York in 2017, at a special date. And so we had uh, 12 months to find them, to find them. And, uh, you know, you you feel like you're a bit crazy (laughs) when uh, it's in August and you're okay, we have to do that for, for, let's say, in one year, November. It looks really scary. The first one was, are we crazy or not? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, we had a, a confirmation that we are on the right path because at the end of our weekend opening foundation, we were, okay, where can we find those people? Mm. And so in this foundation, we are all working through meditation, channeling. And so we were asking which countries. Yes. So we received uh, the countries first. And so after that, it was, do we know already some people, some, you know, who could help us to find them? Mm-hmm. And we were like, yes. So we arrived to, okay, who do we know? The Council of the 13 Grandmothers uh, that uh, Jyoti uh, mm-hmm. has led for, for many years. Yes. So, okay, is there some uh, elders in that council that we should invite? Yes, three of them. Fantastic. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. And at this point, uh, we were, okay, when are the annual gathering? 
and it was three days after in New York. Wow. So without, you know, out of the blue, we took some tickets to go to uh, Menla, uh, close by New York, to meet them. And at the end of the week, we had three elders who have said yes. Three of your 12 to find. Yes. (laughs) So it was like, okay, we are really at the good place. Yeah. And after that, it was just about traveling and uh, following uh, the guidance. Yeah, because my my memory of this is that, you know, these were not like the obvious, necessarily the obvious elders in in, in these various indigenous tribes, Mm -hmm. were they? I mean, there were some very unexpected people who who became part of the 12. They're not representative of a country or a religion Mm -hmm. or even their culture. Mm -hmm. Meaning that, um, let's say, the second trip we did after New York was Botswana. And so we arrived in Botswana. We didn't know who we were going to meet. We just <laughs> knew. Botswana is a big place. Right? <laughs> we knew that it was going to be in the Akilari Desert. Yes. So now is it down slightly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we knew that uh, one guy we've heard about could introduce you to the people we were looking for. Yeah. And so when we arrived there, we couldn't find the guy. Oh my goodness. And we had only four days over there. Wow. And so by really by chance, if we can say that, yes, we met someone who knew the guy and knew who we were supposed to introduce us to, and so we found ourselves in a full journey in the Kalari Desert um, to meet two amazing people who had no clue that there were other continents, that there were other towns, that there were other people, and even uh, seeing really white people was kind of something for them. Wow. So they've been so welcoming and, you know, they were so warm. Mm. And uh, they were telling us, we were waiting for you. <laughs> I love that. Isn't so that amazing? Where were you? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Our ancestors told us that some people different than us were going to come to do something and we're waiting for you. Like we were late, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, it was not about us as yes. a as, as person. Yes. But uh, it was more about what we were supposed to do. It's mm-hmm. about gathering. And so when we told them, okay, it's going to be in one year in New York, the translator was, okay, I'm in trouble here because they have only five numbers from one to five. So tell them one year for them, it's far, 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 far away. It's really another world. And New York, even even harder to to translate. Mm. But it happened. And you've made a film about all of this, haven't you? So would you tell us what the name of the film is? It's an amazing film, I might add, and it's a must, must watch. <laughs> it's the name is The Twelve. The Twelve, yes. Yeah. It's a film we did for free, meaning that we received all those messages from the elders and we felt that it was not for us, yeah. it was for everyone. And what we really enjoy in this film is a, it's a, it's a long-feature film, documentary, and... Uh, it's the fact that it's about hope, faith, getting back to real values, maybe things we forgot. And uh, it's not about, let's go back to the high scale, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's more about how can we implement our future with values we forgot, like joy, simplicity, collaboration, support. And um, it's refreshing. And it's also, as we heard from the screenings we did uh, all around the world last year, some people told us it's like a transmission. Mm. That after the film, a lot of people have some dreams. They have a call to action. You know, they, they really want to do something for a, for for their planet, for our planet, and uh, and for all of us. 
So that is the beauty of this film is because, again, it was not a film we did. It was a film we channeled in a certain way. And so at this point, it's a film for everyone. It has to be owned by everyone. If you, if you want to use it uh, before a conference, after a conference about everything great for this world, do it. Yeah. It's completely free. You can find it online. Lucia uh, Foundation, Watch the 12. Okay, and we'll put that link under under this podcast so everyone can find it. And as you know, this you know this 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 podcast series is called Start Somewhere. So, how would you like the people listening to to, to get started? Watch the twelve. Watch the twelve. Yes. And I I might add, you know, it it is a truly beautiful and motivating film, and and I think you'll all love it. And um, so I can wholeheartedly recommend it to you. But we're going to also to let you know that the best is to look at it in family or in community. Because one of the gifts the elders gave us is the fact that we are not on our own. Mm. We have to stop thinking that we are individuals completely separated from the others. Mm. We have to think that we are one. And for that, it's going back to something really simple, getting together and finding a way to organize things together. Yeah, and not on social media. I mean, actually, like, physically in each other's presence, right? That's yeah. fantastic. Yes. <laughs> so we really saw that during the screenings mm-hmm. with uh, some people, and it can be only four or five people, there's an emulation. There's a, after that, like, oh, wow, what did you get from it? What do you want to do with it? And it's opening a lot of doors for everyone. Yeah. So please go back together. Yeah. Well, Sophie, thank you for all that you and the CL Foundation are doing in the world to to really kind of drive inclusion and, and an awareness of Indigenous rights and, you know, a kind of up-leveling of consciousness in the world, which is much needed at this time um, when we're faced with climate change and all sorts of other things. And, you know, this is a very strong call to action. And, and uh, you know, I think you will all really enjoy this. And, and uh, you know, Sophie, thank you for your, your precious time. <laughs> And good luck with everything you're doing and keep us posted and we'll have to do another update in due course.